welcome and bienvenue, welcome. Strangers. <laughs> Fuck you for telling me that was a bad intro a few weeks ago, and then you stealing it today. Okay, I know what you're first doing. All, <laughs> uh, first of all, I don't, did I say it was a bad intro? No, you you said boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> And that's ironic because I definitely think we started at least four or five episodes of, of Next Top Best Friend with that exact opening because we didn't really start it. So yeah, I don't know. That was very out of character to me. How I why would I do that to Bob Fosse? But okay, go off me. And Joel Gray. <laughs> and Joel Gray. And Liza. Like what the Liza fuck? Liza doesn't deserve that slander. No, she does not. Um. Anyway, hello and welcome to its. Top Chef, not Top Podcast. That's the first time in American history I have gotten the name of this podcast right on the first try. I am your host, president and CEO of the Padma Lakshmi Home for uh, 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 Abandoned Dogs, Amanda Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Abandoned Dogs? Joined to you today with the um, head curator and um, chief digital officer of the Gail Simmons Institute for um, Stripes and Patterns, Chuck (laughs) Raskop. Hey. How are you? Cute Angel by Sarah McLachlan. (laughs) In the arms of the angels. Fly away with me. Okay, first of all, okay. So, like, we're in the arms of the angel, and we're flying away with her. Is the angel holding both of us? Yes. How the angel got that kind of arm strength? I don't know. You get, like, great upper arm strength when you die? You can find some comfort here. (laughs) (laughs) I just think there is ain't no way an angel going to be able to carry me and Sarah McLaughlin together. That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. I'm just being realistic about what I think an angel can do, can and can do. <laughs> I just have to do that for myself. Fair you know? enough. Fair enough. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Jack, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about literally last week's episode, <laughs> a full week ago. Yep. <laughs> we're we're sorry, listeners. And but also, we will be getting this week's episode up early because yeah, so we'll basically gonna, be getting like two in a week. Two, so. two in a week, yeah. Because Jack is coming to visit me next week, and we will not have literally will not have a moment of time to sit. No. and we're not putting Lauren through <laughs> an hour and a half of us sitting together and recording this podcast while she sits what twiddles her thumbs. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. She'd no. go insane. Yeah, she'd be like, guys, can you hurry up? You, <laughs> like, are you, are you guys, are you taking so long? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, um, this episode was very interesting. I mean, I'm glad that we finally got our NASA challenge because I told you that was happening. Yeah, it was. Um, it was long overdue, 100. Mm-hmm. percent But um, I was not happy with what went down. Obviously, people I hated love. so many parts. I love the concept, but I hated parts. How about that? Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Like, uh, there's there's there was parts of these episodes that I truly was like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Anyway, are we gonna get into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the chefs are all waking up. It's a brand new day. The sun is shining, and birds are we chirping. get birds are chirping. The whole mm-hmm. nine yards. Um, and instead of Tyra Mail, we get Padma Mail. 
which mm-hmm. I was very into. Um, and the chefs have to go to the Houston farmer's market and meet Padma there. Um, and so then they show up at this farmer's market and I'm like, De- I thought Detroit's Eastern market farmer's market was huge. I, Holy yeah. fuck. This no, place- that, that was a venue. Like that was, I arena. did do some research and like do- Eastern market is still like the biggest, um, like farmer's market, like in the country. Yeah. But this place looked fucking. It's got to be like, like two or three. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was like it's huge. like is it the biggest? When you talk about the biggest, you mean in terms of like just pure square footage? Yeah, I think Detroit like square footage is like. I mean, like Eastern Market is like an, it takes up an entire neighborhood. You know, I mean, yeah, in Detroit. It's, a, it's a literal neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I literally forget who Where I was it takes up about like Eastern actual market. square blocks. It, I because somebody tried like, to tell me that Union Square was like the best farmers market in the world, and I literally said, "You are." One thousand percent. You like that is the most ignorant and inaccurate statement I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> like I was like, first of all, Union Square Market is half a block in the middle of a park. Like in Michigan, you have you, like our farmers markets in Michigan are sprawling. They're yes. huge. They yes. never end. Eastern Market, the one in Pontiac, like yeah, we got we got they define what they look like. Out Royal Oaks freaking farmers mm-hmm. market is huge. Um. For listeners who've never been to Detroit, the Eastern Market takes up, like, actual blocks of the city. It's, like, there's six sheds that you can walk into mm-hmm. that have things. I will say, like, this Houston one looked like it had more... Um, stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Like, at the Detroit one, it's a lot of, like... There's obviously veggies and and flowers. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, there's a lot more plants and flowers than in Detroit. It looked like you could, like, maybe do, like, actual, like, grocery shopping at the Houston uh, Farmer's yeah, Market. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think that that Eastern Market in Detroit has all of that, um... Like, the variety, maybe. It doesn't have, like, a spice section, for sure. And no, if it does, very small. No. Like, that, yes. like, that Houston Market, we literally, there's, like, just a section that was just spices. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah. So it feels like that, it's kind of almost like a, like, um... A, a Korean market, a good Korean a Korean market mixed with like a Hispanic market mixed yes. with, with like all the space of an Eastern market. I loved mm-hmm. it though. I was like, I would go here. Yeah. Um, so Padma there. is there. Padma's there with uh, Claudette, who I did not recognize. <laughs> first of all, did not first. Okay. So A, I don't want to comment on it, but like she lost weight, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. She, she lost great. like a lot of weight. She looks like she fabulous. Looks, oh, we froze. Oh, I froze. Hold on. I'm back. I think. Oh, so. yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, first of all, she lost a lot of weight, right? Yes. Like, like a, she a looks lot great. of weight. She looks great. But it's it's giving me a little bobblehead just a bit. Oh, it's yeah, giving for me sure. it's giving me Conde Nas said something. <laughs> oh no. Because listeners, if you don't know Claudette, um, it for some like hey first of all I'm genuinely shocked Shut, Top Chef brought her back. Well, I'm that too. Shocked, I, it, it sort of just felt the like edit it was they like, gave her. They made her look he, like a fucking asshole twice. Yeah, she was a fucking asshole. Yeah, like nobody wanted to work with her on her season, and then you brought her. Okay, um, and now and Claudette went on and like whatever, and now works at the second ghost version of Bon Appetit. 
because Bonapartite got <laughs> basically the former version of Bonapartite that we all fell in love with in 2019 does not exist anymore because they couldn't stop being racist. Wait, and she works at Bonapartite now? She works, she's in the test kitchen. What? Yeah, I'm not. I thought you knew that, Jack. No. That's why I said Conde Nast said something. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. Hold well, on. This she's is like, weird. Yeah, she's in like in the Bonapartite like test kitchen now. Like she's one of the people, one of the replacement people. Wow, I had mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it just sort of felt like they brought her in because she's Mexican and like it was a fajita challenge. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and it was kind of like. Because she definitely lives in New York now. Right, right, right. But like, um, I don't, on, she was to... just the last person I, I thought would ever be asked to mm-hmm. judge a quick fire. Yeah, like, it's very... I don't Maybe she's not at the test kitchen anymore. But, like, in tw- I mean, in 2020, she was announced as the, one of the eight new video hosts. Really? After everyone left, yeah. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because well, anyway. it was like, and then the only people they brought back were the two white men and the brown guy. And the, right, white, right. The, and the white passing brown guy. Yeah. <laughs> I said it! <sighs> I said it! That team fucked itself, shot itself in the foot, and I will never get over it, especially the ripple effect it had with every other industry. Because it, like, it's like, Bon Appetit brought down an entire podcast company. Because <laughs> they couldn't stop being fucking racist, and people were like, how dare you cover this and report on this when you did the same fucking shit? Yeah, God, remember listening to that podcast and being like, this is so good. Yeah, <laughs> and there was just... like two episodes, and then they were like, um... Never yeah, mind. Never, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, damn. Because I, like, I think we're, we were waiting on somebody. There was somebody who like they were like, no, like we got them to talk on record about this. It was somebody... Yeah, I can't I remember. It might have been. Um, anyway, anyway, we're just talking about Bonham Petit. We're, we're it's been two years, listeners, and Jack and I are still mad. Bitch, like, I still go to a, a gas station and look at the candy section, and I'm like, I wish Claire would have done this. I wish Claire, I wish done Claire would have done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just like I know they're still doing that Chris series of like the reverse engineering, but I yeah, I've watched be, a few episodes. I can't bring myself to watch it. Like I'm just, I'm so just. Because there even, was some... like, like, learning shit about Chris being like, oh, yeah, you came from, like, women's or men's fashion, and now you, like, run a, like, it's like, yeah. no, literally, like, you just got there because you were, like, in the right place and you were white, dude. Right, like, right, like, right. Anyway, fajitas. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> fajitas. Yes, it's a fajita quick fire. Um, mm-hmm. We learned that uh, the name fajita means little bell, which is, like, the skirt steak, which that was kind of interesting. Um, Did not know that. Yeah, Chipotle is sponsoring this, so Duh. the winner's the winner's gonna get 10k. Um, and the entire time, I just kept on thinking of like, wow, I really want to go get a fajita now. <laughs> like, here's the thing, so which I, is something I never order. You know what I mean? I never ever order fajitas, but I definitely and I like considered it because I was like, damn, like, what if I got fajitas? But then I was like, I ordered a burrito after watching this episode because I was like. Hey, I don't remember the last time I had a burrito, first of all. So I was like, damn, that's yeah. like, I was like, it's not a vagina, but it's pretty damn close to a vagina. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, so, but we learned that they call Nick the baker because he's got the most bread. <laughs> Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I'm, obs- I, I love him so much. I know. I love For him For somebody so much. who I truly thought was going to go home, like, right away. Early. Uh-huh. I'm like, just. Top three. 
Yeah, I'm like beyond. Uh huh. He's never been to the bottom. No, I don't. Think I think so. he's the only contestant left who's never been to the bottom, right? Yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so yeah, they get 45 minutes to shop at the um farmers market mm-hmm. and to finish their fajita all in that um time period. That's a lot. And, like, That's right not a lot of time. No, it's not. And right away, I was like, Evelyn, you are so lucky because I'm sure she's been to this farmer's market a million times before (laughs) and knows where everything is at. Right. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, like, (laughs) Evelyn's just like, chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. She knows. Yes. Um, Jay tells us she's making Korean style style crepes for her tortilla. And I was like, yes. Love that idea. Put it in my mouth. Yep. Um. I literally didn't take that many notes on like the, them running around. Yeah, I mean, everyone's freak, basically like, back at their stations besides Ashley. Mm-hmm. She's just like yeah. humming around. Yeah, um, which fucks her in the end. Yeah, and like, girl, you have thirty minutes to make fajitas. Basically, I was yeah, um, like, okay, yeah, not a lot. Um, so yeah, they end up cooking, and at the end of the quick fire, Ashley and Jay don't finish. Um, which what is, was Ashley's thing about the cheese crusts? Oh, like her girlfriend like, does like, something when she like makes burritos or something where it's like I think it's like you seal you seal it with like a cheesy sort of like yeah. crust. You know what I mean? Um, I love that idea, but I don't really think it like translated. It doesn't translate to a fajita to a, a fajita. You know, no, moms, not to a fajita, not yeah. like, not at all. Um, but like, yes, but also like Jay making. Um, Korean style fajitas. There's a restaurant in my neighborhood, Jack, that basically does like Mexican Korean. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. and it's open during the day for lunch. So if you want to get there, go there. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not that far of a walk, and also they deliver. Um, but mm. that's the place where I get like my my lettuce wrap tacos. Oh, yummy! Because mm-hmm. they make tacos that are lettuce wraps. Right. Delicious sasam tacos. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, Ashley doesn't finish and Jay doesn't finish at the end of the cook, which sucks for them. Yeah. But yeah, so then we get to so Padma and Claudette are, wa- are walking around. Jay made Gokujan tomatillo crepes with stir fried tofu, peppers, onions, and a pepper salsa. 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 <laughs> um, and yeah. <laughs> my brain does, it's not well, even correctly here my brain just said fuck now bitch shut the fuck up <laughs> um evelyn made beef fajitas marinated in uh papola papola uh, papola mm-hmm. um lime and fish sauce with poblano salsa verde and rambutan pico which sounded dank yes sounds amazing i would eat every single thing that evelyn puts on a plate other than the things that would kill me Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, stuff with pineapple. Yeah. Damar um, made a seared steak with mango relish, purslane salad, and grated chicharron. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Nick did uh, tri tip cabbage and a black bean braise, jicama slaw, and a lime cilantro cream and corn tortillas. And Nick made his own tortillas, which, you know. Yeah. Literally, Pat was like, thank you for making the tortillas. I mean, like, cut to Jay. Yeah. <laughs> the editors on this show are ruthless. Like they we needed, are. We need. We needed the shade sound from Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, literally the like, oh, the shade button. I don't know if I can pull it up. 
Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, that was um, and then Buddha made a beef fajita with corn and avocado, mm-hmm. which sounds delicious. Um, and oh, yeah. Oh, but also Buddha. That- where was the plating? Yeah, there what really was this wasn't. cafeteria. <laughs> what I was like, is this is this my Buddha? <laughs> is this my Buddha? No. <sighs> yeah, that was pretty great. Um, and then Ashley made chicken fajitas with a cheese crust. Um, no pal, is that what I wrote? Is that correct? I don't know what no pal. Yeah, it's right. No ball. No ball. Oh, no ball and pickled onions. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, she's like, I need to get chicken, some salsa, which is interesting, you. I guess. I know. But she I love finish. a chicken fajita. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, so the bottoms are Damar. His was um, it was too thick and too sweet. The um, was it like the pineapple that made it sweet or something or what? Oh no, the um, mango. Yeah, it the was the mango. mango. Mm-hmm. Which like um, even like and- thinking like looking. Looking at the description, I'm like, yeah, like that mango relish probably did a lot. Yeah, it wasn't really balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Ashley, because she didn't have a full dish, and the cheese mm-hmm. crust didn't really work. It was like stuck to the bottom. It's like you put a cheese crust in the bottom of a cast iron. Yeah, like girl. Are it you makes brand sense new? When she described it for what her girlfriend does. Have but... you been here before? Right. <laughs> have you ever cooked a thing? <laughs> oh, I just hit my head. <laughs> um, and then Jay was in the bottom because obviously hers was incomplete and yeah. Padma said that it, it was oily yep meanwhile no. Nick did an amazing job his tortillas were beautiful um, Buddha they're like you just overachieve every time except for the mm. where was the plates <laughs> where were where the plates where was my gorgeous plating Mr. <laughs> Buddha excuse you yes ugh so hard to stand him when he disappoints me like this. He also disappoints me later on in this episode, and we're going to get there. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Now, you'll find out. But and, they uh, love the corn. Yes, yeah. Corn. Evelyn properly used the papalo. Yes. Which is good for her. They're like, mm-hmm. congratulations. This is a very polarizing. I'm frozen again. God damn it. Oh, no, you're fine. No, you're good. <laughs> um, But then Nick wins. Baker got more dough. Yay! Yay! $35,000. Dude, I would be so content of just not even winning the show. <laughs> just walking away with that Ginger money. Ginger minging? Ginger minging? Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Knowing you so got the gross. most amount of money and you truly do, could not give any matter of a fuck. Nope. Nope. Absolutely. So then it's time for the elimination challenge. And one of my favorite people on the face of the earth, Marcus, Marcus Samuelson. <laughs> he, like, I remember watching the first episode of Chopped in my college, my first college apartment. So it must have been sophomore year. Uh-huh. And watching Marcus Samuelson and being like, that's a star. Yes. Like, I've been to Red Rooster. Red Rooster is incredible. If it wasn't all the way in Harlem, I'd be like, we should go when you're here. Yeah. It's, all, it's an hour uptown. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like I love him and I especially loved his career evolution, you know, like the way he's gone from like being like this, this, I mean, this cool New York chef to being like, sh- like, uh, like, I mean, 
he's doing what Kwame thinks he's doing. Yes, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike Christianson is absolutely what Kwame thinks he's doing. Looking like um, RuPaul in the workroom. <laughs> and you know when he walked into that space jacket, I went, drop the link. Drop the link. I went buy it yesterday. That is, I literally, I'm going to buy this jacket. I'm going to find it. I bet it's like $500. But, like, Probably. I'm going to fucking find it. I want it. I want it. So cool. He's just so effortlessly cool. And I do feel bad for him that he's hosting Top Chef Children or whatever with Megan yeah, Trainer. With Megan Trainer. I'm like, you deserve so much more. I don't know who he did to deserve that. But <sighs> I guess he might have pissed off Alton Brown. That's the thing I just made up. Don't take that. I made that up. <sighs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's a space challenge. We knew this was happening at some point. Yes. Um, but yeah, the chefs have to make space food. Mm-hmm. And um, Space challenge. And I'm sad they weren't actually making space food. Like, where was the space ice cream? Right. When you go to a national, like a space museum, you get space ice cream. That's space food. Yeah. You don't have to actually eat food. Yeah. I was not taught that at the Air and Space Museum. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they get to go to some, uh, like, I don't know, a, a museum, I'm assuming, that's in Houston. They, I, they, go, to Na- they go to NASA. Yes, they're at NASA. Yes. They're at NASA. <laughs> they're there. They're talking about someplace. They're at NASA. <laughs> someplace. Wild. I went to the, Spare, the Air and Space Museum when I was a kid in, in D.C. That was cool. Yeah. But this looked like it was way cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, that fucking rocket that was in there, like, I guess you just really never really, like, to see a, a person walk by it in the size comparison, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Wild. Like, they build these huge, like, it's like, like, these huge metal tubes to send a, a human person into anti-gravity. Yes. Like that. I know. My brain has never thought like that. I know. Does not compute. Yeah. So there'll be three retired astronauts eating their food, plus Melissa the King will be there as well. Melissa the King is is an accurate name. Wow! Damn! We never thought of that before. You just tried to slide slide that in there without me noticing. And I was like, no, that's a perfect name. Melissa the King. Yes, she absolutely is. If she she ever gets on Tournament of Champions on Food Network, that better be what fucking... Guy Fieri calls her. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because <laughs> you love probably it. don't know, but he gives nicknames to like every That's single. In, like Guy Fieri, of course, is a nickname guy. Oh, I know. I'm a nickname girl, and I'm really annoyed by that. Brooke Williamson is B Dubs, or no, of are, course she is. Um, <laughs> you can't even be clever about it. Uh, Tiffany Faison is like sweet tea. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! What are the other ones? Oh, he calls um, Malarkey something so stupid it pisses oh me god. off. Oh my god! What does he call him? Oh, it, I, I'll think of it. But mm-hmm. he calls Malarkey something like so dumb. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I love that for him. It's Guy Fieri. He's kind well, oh, of allowed absolutely. To do it's like he camp. Wants. It is Guy Fieri. I mean, I think everyone has universally accepted that Guy Fieri is camp. Yes. You know, we all we all know this about ourselves, which is fine. Um He calls him shenanigans. <laughs> Malarkey? Because his last name is Malarkey. Wow, that is clever as fuck. He calls fuck. him shenanigans. <laughs> that is so fucking clever. Because his last name is Malarkey. Wow. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, and then some of them aren't as clever. Like he just calls Amanda Freitag AF, like her her initials. Right. Um, he calls Minnie Shohan the Spice Queen, which you know, valid. Valid, but also like a little too on the nose, you <laughs> I'm know. Sorry. Yeah, a little like you like again. You couldn't be any. You got. You came up. How does the man who comes up with shenanigans from Malarkey just coming up with the Spice Queen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that joke for him? Who wrote it? Also, I mean, we should. Yeah, we should call Malarkey kerfuffle. Okay. Anyway. Oh, the winning dish will get to go up in space. Allegedly, it's gonna be inspired to inspire a dish that goes up in space. The same way that like Talenti inspired. Well, I'm sorry. I wrote this note later on, but like, there is no way that NASA is making a Pavlova to space. There's not a way in hell they are making a Pavlova. Are you joking? Are you oh joking? my god! Like, are you joking? I know. I can't be bothered. Um, so they meet with retired astronauts Katie Coleman and Tony Antonelli, and Ooh. they're there to talk. Thank, about you. Thank you. Um, sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> they're there to talk to the chefs. Um, and basically, like, it's basically like the thing I like most about this challenge, and I think. We don't get enough of these style of challenges where it really is thinking about the science behind food, like literally being food scientists. Yeah. Um, Because basically they're like, okay, if you had to isolate for six months or possibly three years in on Mars. Right. Like, what would you eat? And I'm like, um, I have ADD. So I am not the kind of person who can eat the same thing every single day because my brain gets bored. So yes. this would kill me. Yes. This would kill me. Murder no, space me. is not for me. Say, oh, no. I watched Arrival. <laughs> yeah. I have not, and you know what I have not gotten over ever? Arrival. Um, I haven't gotten over Interstellar yet either. I the haven't gotten with, over Interstellar. That movie truly fucked what me What was up. the one with Matt Damon? That one too? Oh, uh, The Martian. The Martian. Yeah. No, we got some real frightening ass space movies over the past like decade. Yeah, like they really Inter- wanted to Interstellar like really, really fucked me up. Like I went and saw it in IMAX in Kalamazoo. <gasps> no, and it was like I was obviously stoned. And of course, what was oh, the it, what was the one? It was bad. What was the that's one? one with, with... That's the one with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Because I okay, because I was thinking of I know I realized that I was like there was there's that. And then there's Gravity, which is the Gravity one with, with Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock and, and George Clooney. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Wasn't it? I, I definitely saw it because I love Alfonso Cuaron. But um, what wasn't that one with Bradley Cooper? Where he was in space? Mm, I'm going to Google it. Bradley Cooper space. <laughs> space movie. Oh, he was an interstellar. <laughs> he was? I mean, when you Google Bradley Cooper, so he might have produced it. He might have produced it. I don't remember. Why does it? Anyway. Why does? Why does it come up when you Google? Why does Bradley Cooper's name come up when you Google Bradley? There's Cooper's just like movie? one point in Interstellar where like they they go to a planet, mm-hmm. and then they come back, and it's been like twenty five years, and they were literally at this planet for like ten minutes, and like that, like truly was like a 
Like, the fact that, like, Jessica Chastain was, like, Matthew McConaughey's daughter. And then, like, died before him. (laughs) It was just so fucked up. That fucking movie. Space is terrifying. Space makes me... But, like, yeah, and then you just don't think about things, like, they're, like, talking about, like, you know, like, crumbs, like... Yeah. Like, crumbs will just flow, and you're like, okay, yeah. (laughs) I never, like, thought about, like, the food needs to be, like, intact. (laughs) You know what I mean? I can't keep food off the ground, off my body. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You expect me to keep it from, like, roaming around in space? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, mm-mm. So then they get to uh, talk, they get to, like, go in some little theater and have a little Zoom sesh with a few astronauts who are in space, along with Melissa King, and this was, like, very fucking cool. I, I like, Okay, this is the other thing. Maybe, like, movies have, like, fucked me up, but, like, don't they, like, when they go to space, like, don't they have the technology to make it, like, not, grav- like, gravity is, like, like, no, is that, I don't think is that just the, the movies? I think that's just the movies. Like, I think... The movies want you to believe that that's true, but that's not. I don't think that's the case. I think they like they really always, like they really just are floating. You just like, you are just floating for for three like three years. years. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Goodbye. I really truly thought they had like an anti gravity switch. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. He was like, "Get it the fuck away from me." No, I'm obsessed. Um, I mean, you're not wrong, but. Anyway, but here's what most upset me at this moment, Jack. Yeah. At this moment, Buddha said two words that ruined my day. He Which said, word? my wife. Oh. And he wasn't talking about me. Uh, well, not only that, but his wife is a fucking a, pastry, a, a, a chef. pastry chef at 11 Medicine Park, and I'm pretty sure I know her. <laughs> Shut up. Why we keep breathing? That's unreal. And I'm pretty sure I know her. So. Wow. Well, that's cool. I'm not okay. (laughs) I'm like, I'm literally like, I'm like, how dare you betray me in this manner? Right. I thought we had something here, Buddha. I thought we were like, something was going to come from this, you know? Like, I thought you and I were going to eat caviar, eat a little caviar restaurant. We were going to get married. We were going to have cute little, like, beautiful Blasian babies. Like, I... <laughs> little Blasian babies. <laughs> I am upset. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so then they uh, they get to go shopping, the chefs. Nothing really happens at this point. Um, Damar's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's having some little writer's block. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddha's going to do a dessert. And he's making a pavlova, which good luck. Okay, this is when we learned that Buddha's wife works at 11 Madison Park, and I was truly shook. I know. Anyway, so um, we see the chefs at Whole Foods, and then we see the chefs be cooking. Yeah. Back in the Top Chef kitchen. And the kitchen has been nassified. Nassified. <laughs> There's just like some space gunk. Yes. And like, um, you know. Buddha seems, Buddha seems like he's really the only one who like understands. He got the challenge. The, the challenge. Parameters. Yeah. Like, Which again every- is like, e- even with like the Jurassic Park challenge too, it's like. 
Where's when the Top, creativity? When Top Chef does things like this, it's like... Lean into it. Yes, 100%. 100%. Lean, lean into it. Lean in. Lean Listen in. to Renee Brown. Literally. <laughs> like, like, you, like, if you... Like, it, again, like I... Jack, we talked about this last week. If you invite me to a party and the party has a theme, I'm showing up in the theme. Don't yes. show up around the theme. Yes. Don't give a, a wink of the theme. You better go all in on that motherfucking theme. 100%. You know, when I was 100%. in Tucson, I bedazzled my my cowboy boots. <laughs> yes, you did. That's when I like. That's the kind of reckless life I'd be living out in these streets. You went full Trixie Mattel drag queen. Full Trixie Mattel. <laughs> like, every single, literally, my friend Sarah texted me. She's like, "How is every single one of your outfits perfectly on theme for every single thing that you're doing?" And I'm like, "I because I was sent an itinerary and I planned around it. Don't I invite me to. I understood the assignment. Don't invite me to your fucking parties. Like I will show up on theme, or I will go on the website and I will look at the the the, the place that we're going." Yeah, and I will dress Make in ambiance. Mm-hmm. You know, I will fit mm-hmm. the mode. Yes, you know. Um, no. let's see who else. Oh, Jay's doing a bulgogi with like a shaved ribeye thing. Um, Damar really doesn't seem like what he's doing. He doesn't really know what he's doing yet. Still, and he's also kind of worried about like, like when do you bring out the show stopping? stuff you know like right. you save it you save it for the finale well it's like well damar if you, you're not gonna get to the finale <laughs> if you don't like cook well i don't know um yeah i also appreciated that ashley was like also kind of having fun with it even though it wasn't really executed well but you know right um and then damar overcooked his first batch of rice which when he again, did that i was common like- a theme of him where I'm like worrying about him and I like I will say as much as I love Damar I also don't think he's long for this world like especially now like we we said Jay was was going to top three yeah she shockingly goes out like went home in this episode we'll get to last chance kitchen later but like like Damar I literally think might be the next yes I would not be surprised either Damar or Ashley yeah for sure yeah um, he, I, I think he's just losing steam. You know, yeah, he I was he did so well at the top of the season, and yeah. now I just think he's just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Even though yeah. he was high the past two weeks, I just still think he's you know. Yeah. Struggled. Um, should we take a quick break before we uh get into the mm. judging? Yes. Or service. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we are back, pretty people. Hey, Um, uh, <clears throat> Where are we? Oh, yeah. The judges arrive into the kitchen. Yes. And there's like a giant, like, like, land, like a, a, a Mars rover. Like a giant Something. Mars rover. I'm like, okay, will you get one of those? <laughs> Can I have one for my house? Right. Like, do you just have like Mars rovers on hand to like. I know. Like, and then, okay, first of all, you build the Mars rover, and you have to set it up into space, and it just, like, runs around on Mars, and takes photos, and then comes back, and then it sits in the Top Chef kitchen? Apparently. What a life. Like, honestly, like, you can't tell me that when Disney made, um, what's that movie about the robots in space? 
the sad robot. Like this oh, robot. Wally? Wally. That's about the Mars rover. Oh, totally. Right? Also, you know movie, I could not watch because it made me too sad. Like, yeah, like, I never. Like, I was about to say, I, I never finished it. <laughs> like, 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 I don't even think I watched like past like the first like five minutes because I remember yeah. being like, "This is going to make me depressed." Yeah. <laughs> like the first five minutes of Finding Nemo took me out. Like, I know better. Pixar. Another movie I've never seen. Another movie I, I will never see. A girl, because again, it says a lot about me as a person. I love The Lion King. But I have never seen past the first five minutes of Finding Nemo. The one where the mom dies, I have not seen the yeah, one. But yeah. the one where the dad dies, I say all the time. Watch it all the time. Bye. Bam. Wow. That does say a lot about you. Freudian. Like Freudian <laughs> as shit. Wow. Ooh, yes. Because <laughs> having a bad relationship part of, with my dad is part of my personality. Did you ever um, watch Finding Dory? No, because I, I don't know what the concept is. Yeah. Is it yeah. sad in the first five minutes? Do, does the mom die? Um, Should I watch it? Do I need to have the the Finding Nemo knowledge? No, because you just know that Dory is like an idiot. Yeah, he, she's just like a dumb fish. And she's find, she finds both of her parents, I think. Oh, that's cute. And Diane Keaton's the mom. And that probably bought Ellen DeGeneres a boat. <laughs> a second or third boat. <laughs> We definitely bought her a vacation house, a third. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Because that paycheck was fat. 25 yes. million easily. Oh, like, for sure. <laughs> um, my baby oh. girl. She she's she has opinions about I Ellen. I, I, I'm kidding. I, I, she, we were talking about Ellen. She's like, she no. like she she's like, I am I'm a Dakota Johnson stan. I have no choice, but I have to make sure. My uh, parents' uh, cleaning lady is here. That's why. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, it's fine. Evelyn um, is up first. Evelyn and, and Buddha are up first, which is weird because yes. Buddha made dessert. But yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, how, I always wonder how they decide who cooks when. I know. Me too. You I would know, love to know. I would really like. That's the one thing I'm like. Top chef. Show is there like a secret that. drawing knives that we don't yeah. never see? You know. Right. Right, and like even so, like so when we have these staggered cooks, like do like do they stagger the cooks? That's what I always wonder. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, they have to. They have to because. But anyway, um, because also the judges probably assume they're going to be getting a a dish that's probably been sitting around for at least five, if not ten minutes, because they have to do the hero shots. Yes. Um. But anyway, so Evelyn made a guiso, right? Mm -hmm. Guiso rojo with pork. Pumpkin seed rice and escabeche, which is a word I love to say. Yes. And Buddha made a pavlova 14, which is a coconut mousse with berry compote and tropical salsa. He is too clever. I know. I hate I know. him. I know. Especially now that he has a wife. Yes. He's my new enemy. Corey's at 11. <laughs> it's just insane. I am so mad. I like, know. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm upset. I know. How dare he have a wife that's not me? I know. Mm-mm. But yeah, both beautiful dishes. Yeah. Melissa loved the depth of flavor in Evelyn's dish. She had good spices. Mm-hmm. Um, and also their like texture. Because even even Evelyn was like, I'm going to make sure I want a bit yes. of rice or something in there because like a lot of the food lacked texture. And I was yes. like, good on you for noticing that, girl. Good for you. Evelyn's um, very smart. My man, Tony, the astronaut, ate it all. He's like on cloud nine <laughs> with this. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and then they loved Buddhas too. It wasn't too sweet. Tom loved the story, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. 
then Ashley and Nick were up next. Ashley made a marinated tuna and shrimp with a sweet potato slaw that came with a pair of scissors. <laughs> shears. Shears. They're like literal kitchen shears. Um, yep. And uh, Nick made a Mississippi gumbo with collard greens, butter beads, excuse me, um, black eyed peas, chicken, okra, and rice. A um, lot of stuff for not a lot of flavor. You know what I mean? No, I thought they loved it. Nick's? Oh, oh my god, I thought you it was think about Demar's. Demar's. No, it's like they love Nick's dish. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, the gumbo, I forgot. Yeah, so they like they give Ashley extra credit for giving her presentation, but yes. it's 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 the presentation. But you know what else I thought was interesting? That Top Chef just had like enough ten pairs shears. of shears <laughs> on hand. You know what I mean? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like they probably like matching are, shears too, right? Yeah, they're probably super equipped. You know what I mean? But it was just like, wow, you guys really had. I like, didn't think about that, but you're right. Like that's very. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, um, but okay, but maybe she asked somebody in production. You know, yeah, that too. who knows? But anyway, so, um, but also, but like, it's all about the presentation. You yeah, know, Gail called it bland. Like it was the tuna was big and bland. Yeah. Like too big, too bland, too too blue, blue too beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they go to they go to Nick's and they loved it. <laughs> the dumbest thing. I, like I I'm, I pe- I'm gonna peek after that. Like I'm I'm like that's I I think I'm done. I think I'm done. That was a hairspray reference, right? That was a reference to. A floor, that was a Florence and Machine reference. Oh, big how I thought it was. Um, yeah, it's how it, big, but yeah, how blue, but how still, beautiful. But you know, I was thinking of hairspray with that song. It's like, cause I'm big, blonde, and beautiful. <laughs> big, bland, and beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, <sighs> that describes. Okay, I was about to say something really horrible, but I'm gonna take it back. Okay. okay. <laughs> keep it, keep it. <laughs> Um, and they love Nick's dish. Yeah. Marcus is like, Mississippi, goddamn! <laughs> um, Tom had never had beans and gumbo before. He loved it. I've never had beans and gumbo, and yeah. you know what? I, I hate beans, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this would be for me, but. Yeah. I could eat around them. Yeah. And then we get to the uh-oh of the evening. This uh, J- was so upsetting. I know. Jay is not happy with her dish. No. I don't, I don't really know what's going on with it. Damar somehow overcooked his rice again. I don't know how that happens. Like, I was like, if you will overcook it, you should keep your eye on it like a hawk. Right? You know? Right? Especially you your second time. time. I can't. Girl. Sweetie. I know. Sweetie. So Jay made a bulgogi with goju jang barley, sesame, mushrooms, and carrots. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. yep. And then, do you say Damar? Oh, yeah, hold on. Where's... Yes, Damar made chicken oh. gravy with rice, hot pickled peppers. Um, or rice and hot pickled peppers. Um, yeah. And it was like, like... So basically, I realized at this point, like, half the chefs kind of understood the challenge on a technical level. Does that make sense? And half the chefs were like, I made food that was inspired by home. Right. It's not the challenge. Yeah. It's not the challenge, babes. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it was also like a lot of like rice with a protein. Too. Rice with a protein. You, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm sure there's probably a lot of um, mm-hmm. 
astronaut food that is like that, but right. they both just felt very uninspired. I, I don't know. Right. Gail said she loved the idea of a barley goji jang, but uh, the barley I do was not. undercooked. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do you, Jack. Neither do you, Jack. Let's be real. You do yeah. not. I'm no. not really the biggest fan of barley. In I, we've talked about on this podcast how much we don't like barley. <laughs> Although my dad just made beef barley soup like two weeks ago. That's different. It was good. It was really good, actually. I was surprised. Yeah. Like it, barley in soup is the only, only time I want barley is in soup. Yeah. But there's like I a little. I don't want it as a, a, as a grain. Yeah. No, I don't either. No. It's ugh. um Yeah. And then her meat was mushy and. Mm-hmm. You never want mushy meat. That sounds so bad. Mushy meat. Mushy um, meat. And then Damar, the peppers were like basically the only thing that had flavor to the dish. Right. And the thing about Jay's dish, it just brought me back to the, like, I mean, what, literally to the dinosaur challenge. Same oh, thing. Right. Yeah. The same thing. She made yeah. the same exact mistake there. She wasn't happy with her dish because she didn't know what to do. Yeah. So she just kind of like like committed to a, a concept that wasn't working rather than take one or two minutes to sit back and maybe reconsider her, her concept. Yes. Um, hundred percent. Yeah. So do, yeah. But, um, Susan, who's one of the astronauts is like, I think all of these meals would be welcome in space. And I was like, Susan, you know that's <laughs> I'm sure true. they would. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure any, any food cooked by a chef would be welcome in space. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Not like, uh, like honestly, it's like I'm just ima- imagining like pouches of like room temperature sludge. Oh God, I know. Like soylent. God, you could not. I know. I understand. There's some people who are like, I want to go to space, and you no. could not pay me. You could not pay me to go to space. No. Like. I don't even want to go into dark, deep, dark water. What do you think I want to go into fucking space? Yeah. My yeah. ass. And I'm afraid of heights. You yes. think I want to be seeing Earth? <laughs> <laughs> you think in this year of our Lord, 2022, I want to be I want to be all that high up to see space and see Earth. Nope. Not from Mars. No. No, thank you. No. But I am a real down down to Mars girl. I really am. When Andre 3000 <laughs> wrote that lyric, he was writing about me. Yes. Um, anyway. So now it's time for judges table. Yes, judges table. So because we're at top six, right? We're at top six. Yeah, yeah. Like, basically, it's like, it's evenly divided. It's three and three. So, like, Evelyn, Buddha, and Nick are in the top. Mm-hmm. Pretty um, obvious. We've been known. Yep. Um, they loved how well seasoned Evelyn's dish was. They like the escabeche kept the dish interesting, uh-huh. which I think was also another cut to Jay moment. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> Melissa's like it's the best rice we've had all day. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Cut to yeah. Jay. Uh, yeah. Cut to Demar. Cut to Demar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Melissa's like I was very very happy. Yeah, and I love when Miss Melissa's happy because I'm same. happy. Same. Same. Whenever she's happy. Um. Buddha gave gave a delicious and beautiful and interactive dessert. Mm-hmm. Like and like they also really appreciated that he actually thought about the space program. Yes. Like the pla- like the practicality of it all. 
Yeah, and uh, I think Marcus said that he like showed mm-hmm. technique, but it wasn't like a gimmicky yeah. kind of thing, you know. Yeah, he played. I think he said he played the game without get, being like being gimmicky about it. Yeah. Like, yep, that's exactly it. Like he he got it. I love that. Mm-hmm. And Nick, Nick, I love him so much. Sweet Nick, I was almost kind of hoping he was gonna win. Like this top three is in my brain my top three. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, you know? I think it should we'll be see how Sarah there. when she comes back. How Sarah? Uh, where I'm landing? Oh, I'm right. Oh my God, but like, right. we have to. We'll see. But like, right now, as yeah. as of right now, this is my top three this season. Uh-huh. Um, Nick, he was like, I just wanted to show you a new style of gumbo, and like Tom was like, I have never seen Louisa style, Louisiana style gumbo. It does not exist because no Mississippi style, style. No, that's what I'm saying. He's like, I it no longer exists to me because I am oh, having yes. Mississippi style gumbo from here on out. He's yes. like, mm-hmm. so. But anyway, Buddha wins. Yay. Yay, Buddha. And it's I his first believe... it's his first yeah, individual it's... win. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I know. I then I went back and I looked and I was like, wow, that's actually true. Like, like, mm-hmm. like that's really actually true, which is mm-hmm. wild. Um, so good for him. Amazing. But then the bottom three are Ashley, Jay, and Damar. Um Ashley. Like, it's like, I see. Hi, baby. Hi, sweet girl. What's she doing? Luna's here. Hi, bestie. <laughs> I love her. She's so just chilling. Cool. I know. She looks so relaxed. <laughs> um, I'm shocked she's not laying in the sun, actually. Um, so, Ashley winds up getting critiqued for the cook on her tuna. Because they're like, there wasn't enough fat. It was too big. And, like. They said something earlier about how, like, the, like she put pickles on it, but, like, she because it was too big, the pickling liquid didn't get into the tuna. So the it, tuna was it was undercooked, too. It undercooked, too. It needs to like, be cooked more. Yeah. Not about it. Um, and then yeah. Jay, uh, Jay knew she wasn't happy with her dish. Um, she Jay. said she said that she thought the barley was cooked enough. The judges disagreed. They were like, um... Pam was like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, she literally, I think she actually literally did that. She was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, Marcus is, like, mad about the barley. Like, yes. mad about it. He was just like, why would you serve me this barley? It was, it was like, al dente. And I'm like, al dente barley? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, Jay doesn't know how to cook barley. I'm sorry. She doesn't know how. Yeah. Like, if she was okay with it, No. Because barley's supposed to be soft. It's supposed to be yeah. Easy. Um, and so Damar is like, I wasn't happy with my dish either. Um, he felt ca- very like ca- I wrote like he felt very cashed out at this point, like checked out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just like don't really even know if he cared. I don't know exactly. Like I, I, Which, I, I that's why I think like he's not long anymore. Like yeah. he's like he's. I think he's burnt out. Like I think he's just <sighs> not over it, but he's just ready to like. Uh-huh rest take a moment you know i was really hoping that ashley was going to be the one to go home mm-hmm. but but um i think that they gave her bonus points for being creative and thinking about the challenge and blah, yeah blah, and, blah, and, blah, the, blah. and the scissors the scissors yeah, the they scissors. gave her credit for the scissors yeah <laughs> um so then like they all go back to um the stew room or whatever did you did you notice when tom was like hey keep your heads up yeah because he he literally like because like like he knew that they were depressed 
It was just weird. I was like, what is happening? Because I think he knew that like they were literally like down and out and upset about yeah. all the things that have gone down. Um which is understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. But also, like, the guy, the chefs get back to the stew room. And they're basically like, oh, keep your head up, Jay. Like, <laughs> like, oh, Jay, how you feeling? She's like, why is everyone hugging me? <laughs> why is every, why are you all being so nice to me? And it's like, it's like, girl, they know you're going home. Right. <laughs> like, they're telling you you're going home. Yeah. Everyone knows you know you're going home, but you like are still like, and then does Ashley say something like, I was, I mean, as MB, MVP of the bottom, like, that's just what happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> And Ashley was pretty convinced she was going home. Yeah, I love I, I I love that level of self awareness from Ashley. Yes, because it's not like I mean it's not like Diabetti where we, she just pretended like she never went home. Like it's like it's like it's like like mm. Ashley truly like went home, got humbled, came back, and is like it was hilarious that I went home. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yep. So but the yeah. judge, like the judges are. Like it's very they literally like when during this deliberation they basically like boil it down to brass tacks really fast. It's like yes. Ashley's dish was cute, but it just had technical mistakes. So it's like Ashley is the least going home. Yes, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, while Demar made a shitty chicken and rice, and when they when I think who said that? I think it was it was Marcus who said that. And I was like, damn. Yeah. yeah, like he basically did just make a shitty chicken and rice. Because like, Marcus was like, at least Jay was trying to be creative. Just trying to be creative, and, yeah. Marcus, yeah. oh yeah, Marcus wanted Demar to go home. Yeah, and Tom, Tom was like, I don't think that was what Jay did was creative at all. No, <laughs> no, it was the same dish, basically almost the same dish that she served up in the dinosaur challenge. Yeah, like I said. So Padma was like, both of her components were. The beef was bad. Yeah. The rice was bad. Yeah, and that's when I was like, "It's definitely Jay going home." Oh yeah, like the barley was brand was bland. Like the beef was like it's like everything, and it also wasn't what she said it was going to be because she called right. it. Like, didn't she call it bulgogi? And it's like that's not bulgogi, babes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's upsetting. Bye, Jay. Bye, Jay. Um, so sad. Let's talk about Last Chance Kitchen though. So uh, I watched it before because first of all, I watched this episode last week when I got home, um, like basically right before I went to bed. So I like had watched it, but I didn't process it um, yeah. until like I did my notes. But I did watch Last Chance Kitchen before I did my notes of this episode okay. because I was like, well, I knew Jay was going home, so I wasn't going to be spoiled. Yeah. But I was like, and you told me that Last Chance Kitchen was like a length of a regular episode. So I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to need the time. To make so I made sure I was like I would well, rather it watch. was a two parter yeah kind of unnecessary it yeah it, it didn't need it, it didn't need to be a two parter <laughs> it didn't need no like, well it was you, weird like okay Sarah beat Ashley in the first round yeah and then they make them cook again and like you could just tell Sarah was so she looked so pissed off that they had to cook. Again, even though she just beat Jay with, I, I don't even remember like what the prompt was in the first, uh, like the first part of it. I don't even remember what because it was like last week. Hold when on, I, watched it. I have it. Hold on, it's on Wikipedia. Um, it is. It was. 
part one. The, the chefs were given 30 minutes to make a dish that featured three different textures. Chunky, oh, crunchy, right. yeah, crunchy, chewy, and creamy. Once yes. the dishes were complete, the chefs were instructed to leave the kitchen. Tom Clickio then had the remaining non-eliminated contestants from the main competition. So Ashley, Buddha, Damar, Evelyn, and Nick vote for their favorite of the two di- dishes through a blind tasting. And their votes directly influenced the second part of the challenge. So that's why yeah. it needed to be two parts, I guess. Oh, right. And then they got mm-hmm. t- they got t- time. Yeah, they got extra with, time. With each vote. And, yeah. like, everyone voted for uh, Sarah. Yeah. So, every t- f- so, basically, every contestant got three. Guys, like, so both Sarah and Jay were starting with 30 minutes. And depending on who voted for who, they, they got, three, got extra three, three extra minutes. Yeah. So, Sarah got... Um, was uh, yeah so first of all in the first challenge um i'm going to just talk about the dishes really fast because it's literally right here on the wikipedia and why not um sarah made a crispy delicata squash with chevra and spicy raisin relish and jay made a shrimp boil with andouille tomato or potato emulsion okra kimchi and celery pickles which i'm like both of these put them in my body oh seriously immediately so yeah so basically um in part two ashley buddha damar Basically, everyone votes for Sarah. Yes, they all do. <laughs> everyone votes for Sarah. So Sarah gets 45 minutes of cooking time, and Jay's over there with her cute little 30. Mm-hmm. And also, we didn't talk about who else is there. Oh, um, Shoda. Shoda. I was like, wait, who? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Shoda. Shoda showed and, when up. She, and when he showed up, I was like, hey, yeah. hi. Yes. So- Love him. Mm, snack. But this also is yes. when I realized how tiny Shoda is. Oh, for sure. Because, like, standing next to Tom, because Tom is not that tall either. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, Shoda is short, short. Like, yeah. short, short is, <laughs> Shoda is, is a hot short man. Because yeah. uh, I think maybe Tom is, like, 5'9". Probably. Mm. Um, like, height. I remember because Wiley Dufresne is pretty, high, pretty tall. And then he, like, towers over Tom. Oh, Tom's 5'10". I mean, oh, okay. So Shoda might be, like, 5'8". Five, five, yeah. Um. Anyway, so what did they make in the? What do you have? What they made in the? I do. Yes, I do. So basically, this is all deciding because basically they like get to make the dish, whatever dish they want. In part two, they just get more time, which is amazing. So it's like basically, what kind of what dream dish would you make in with if you had X amount of time? So Sarah made a oh, gnocchi, right. a gnocchi pomodoro. Yes. Which I was like, it was like, but also yeah. it was a ricotta gnocchi pomodoro, which I was like. That is risky, mama. Risky. Mm-hmm. And Jay made a sautéed snapper with spaghetti squash noodle salad and clam broth. And Jay fucked up, I remember, because, again, her, I think she just has a different idea of her, of the way these things, some of these things should be cooked. Right. Because she, like, her, like, spaghetti squash was al dente. Oh, yes. I forgot That's what it was. And Tom that, was yes. like, Tom was like, Why? Yeah, why are you roasting a squash in 30 minutes? In thir- yeah, why are you roasting a squash in 30 minutes and then keeping it out there? Of course it's going to be al dente, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's not the proper cook, especially on a fucking spaghetti squash, which is already a polarizing, um, in- like, ingredient. It really yeah. is. People yeah. either really love it or really, really hate it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so basically, J- Sarah knocked out of the park and kicked ass she kicked ass and we and tom even credits are being like you have tied the record with the longest run in last chance kitchen history so yeah. 
Uh, and I, I was very happy. I mean, I'm sad for Jay because, you know, I've loved Jay, but I was very yes, happy. I, like, I was so upset mm-hmm. because it, it was truly like a Sophie's choice. It really I was. I was just like, I want Jay to come back. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was so... I've never been this invested in Last Chance Kitchen uh-huh. in a very long time. Because now it's we're going to be... Like, it's always just lame when, like... The person who just got eliminated just comes just back. Comes back like last yeah. season, it was like Byron just got eliminated. Yeah, and then he I, came back. And then he just came back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I hate that kind of shit. It yeah. was, oh, Luna agrees. She's like, I didn't yeah. like it when Byron did that. <laughs> so it was just so fucking satisfying yeah. that Sarah did it. And I like, love that. Like, that to me is what Last Chance Kitchen is all about, you know? Yes. And the fact like, that they were all like, Holy, like when the chefs Everyone. came back and they were like, this bitch is still here. Yeah, literally the chefs were like, wait, Sarah? Yeah, like, like, that was so good. Like the gag, the gag on their faces. They were Part like. Part of me just makes me think that like. The girl the got produ- eliminated in the fourth episode. Like. Yeah, I mean like part of me thinks that like the producers were just like. We're gonna bring in the other chefs to judge this, just so that they can see. Reaction shot. Uh Yes, of like this Uh bitch made it far. Like this is what Lash Cans Kitchen is should be all the time. Silky nutmeg ganache, you know what I mean? Silky nutmeg ganaching your way (laughs) through the competition. Even Silky got eliminated. I know. And that's fucking Eureka. Fucking Eureka, and Eureka did not win that lip sync. You fight me about it. Um, (laughs) didn't she? Didn't she? Didn't it pisses me off? Well, Silky kind of fucked up with her. Yeah, I mean, with her 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 gag. That was the thing. If Silky didn't, her gag wasn't messy. And also, Silky was tired by that point. She was tired. She ran out of effort, you know? Ideas. Ideas, all that stuff. <sighs> so, anyway. Um, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this cute little episode of this cute little podcast. Um, I am thrilled that we did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, Jack, do you want to do our social media? Wait, next week. What's happening? Oh, they go to Galveston. In next week's episode. Or this week's episode. Sorry, you Tonight's froze. episode. You froze. Oh, I froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just missed that. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, I said tonight's episode. They go to Galveston. Oh, I love that. Yeah, That's I'm exciting. excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And get I think some they're going good to good ass seafood. Yes, get some good at Galveston Island is like one of my like a place I really want to go. I would love um, to go there. I really want to go there. Um so and also, do you know what else I, I think they're also doing this season? Cactus. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna, I, think we're, I think we're gonna get a cactus quick fire because I'm like, well, there's be no surprised. way we're not going to Texas and not eating some fucking yeah. cactus. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Jack, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> oh my goodness, I am so excited. I'm happy that we did this episode. We did it. We made it through another time yet again. Yay. And do you want to do the listeners a favor and me a favor yeah, and do our social media? Follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at This Is Top Chef Pod. You can email us at this is top chef pod at gmail.com. Give us all the feedback. We love it. And I do check the emails now. <laughs> and, Have we got uh, many emails? No, not recently. No. Okay. We got one last year from a viewer that said that they loved our. I love podcast, that, li- that. Which was viewer. so cute. I love that listener. Whoever you are. Yeah, I love you. And <laughs> um, if you're still listening. And, I hope you are. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jack Roscup tweet. Or no, at Jack Roscoff. And then on Instagram, at Jack Roscoff 22. Where can I'm they find you, Amanda? Amanda? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loch Ness Manda. And if you like my dumb, stupid voice, you can go listen to it at America's Next <laughs> Top Best Friend, a podcast all about America's Next Top Model. We are With- just 
finishing up Australia. We just started cycle Ooh. 10 of Australia, which means we're done with Australia, which means wow. we've done two different countries all the way through. And we're moving I wonder over if to the we'll face. be able to do like Top Chef Canada one day. That would be fun. I mean, we could do Top Chef Just Desserts, but we don't talk about pedophiles. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm so sorry I said that. But it's also, we could also well, do Top Chef Masters, which I would oh, never be opposed to. I would love that, actually. Yeah. I forgot so, about Masters, too. I always forget about Masters. Oh, um, but I'll probably cry, because what's his face? Who's the one who died of COVID? Oh, no! Floyd uh, Cordos! Floyd, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd be so upset. That's true. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for being here. We Bye. love you. Bye.